and welcome to our podcast. Just another F word. I'm Ellie. And I'm Ella. And it's so exciting because we're out of lockdown. We are out of lockdown. So we get to do it in person again. We are. It's like we're alternating at the moment, I feel. It really is. <laughs> it is kind of like, this week are we in lockdown? This week aren't we? I don't know. Let's just kind of live in a state of chaos. Yeah, it is a bit chaotic, isn't it? It's kind of like getting yourself like you feel like you've just kind of got into some kind of lockdown routine or at least I felt like I did particularly Mm. with work like it does kind of throw you out and being in your own space and then trying to like navigate all of that Mm -hmm. and then coming back into the office was also quite like overwhelming because you're like oh loads of people again and now I need to get back yeah and you lost sense of like what like day it was I was Mm -hmm. like I don't know what day it is like I'm so confused so I don't know what day it is now so I mean I'm just confused in general it's a constant state yeah life kind of going wow look my life is chaos I'm just gonna continually be in chaos but I like it well go for it and um what a great start to the week though because on Monday it was International Women's Day. For a minute, I was like, what happened? And then I was like, <laughs> yes, IWD, I, International yeah. Women's Day. I created so much suspense for you there, didn't I? I was like, actually going, what have you, what have you said? What Did I not know what we were talking about today? What was exciting? But it was very exciting. Yeah. Happy International Women's Day, Ella. Happy International Women's Day, Ella. Thanks. No, I love it. It always brings back like, super fond memories mm. this time of year because it's something I think that it was probably one of the like whilst I was at university and involved in all of that stuff we did loads of things around International Women's Day mm. and it was super fun and it's just a chance to like really celebrate women mm-hmm. and I think particularly in some of the like we'll talk about obviously really hard hitting issues and stuff and yeah um and the things that women overcome but I think International Women's Day also gives an opportunity to just be like women are ace women and they're are fucking cool mm-hmm. they're really cool it's really interesting this is probably or oh, maybe last year maybe more so with the mahi that i do now mm. that i'm a bit more aware of like international women's day but it's never been something like for you it sounds like it's something that you've kind of celebrated for the last couple of years and yeah. it's been like really cool and like the stuff you've been doing with it whereas for me it's kind of that it's previously been that tokenistic, like, oh, I'll, I'll share a photo of myself and go, wow, women are amazing. Hashtag International Women's Day. Yeah. I mean, so- that is- <laughs> that's me. No. Not now, though. Ah, I mean, there's a lot. There is a lot of that that we see, mm-hmm. you know, like a lot of tokenism, I think, that comes yeah. out around this time, which is like. I don't know. I guess it's raising awareness. But for me, it's always a tokenism. It's the, like, companies that make money off it that always annoys me. When you're like, do you actually pay your women equally, though? Like, what happens in your supply chain, like, further down the line? Like, are you actually really dealing with these issues? Like, I think that's the issue with any kind of... um, big festival which is celebrating kind of like you know if you think of pride and mm-hmm. then black history month like there are a lot of companies now that are like oh we can make a profit off this Woo, yeah. capitalism and that's the 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 shitty part about all of it eh? is that actually um you are not probably spreading the authentic part of international Women's day or pride or anything mm-hmm. that that stuff is just like oh how do i get an extra dollar dollar mm-hmm. i'll do that and it's and it's preying on people who actually do want to support it but maybe a little bit naive around how to best support mm-hmm. um 
that celebration like International Women's Day. Yeah, nah. I totally agree with you. So, you I should, reckon... I'm amazing. Sorry. I was just thinking... Oh, well, yeah, you are. Um, I was thinking as a wee starter before yeah. we kind of get into more about what International Women's Day is. Yes. What does it mean for you, Ellie? What does International Women's Day mean for you? Now, it yeah. means celebrating wahine in the whole essence of a wahine. So... Um, anyone who identifies as a woman, it's celebrating them and their uniqueness and what they do and who they are. And I think it's just about celebrating the whole cycle of a woman. Like, you know, we talk about, you know, women often are put in boxes for how they can be in the world. You know, they're a child and Mm. they're like virginal and then they're like, um, an adult or a woman and they have to fit into the box to be desired Mm. and then they become a crone and that's the old woman and we don't celebrate the whole cycle of a woman and that Mm. it's a journey of who they are and and they've got many stories and all of it and that's what I think we should be celebrating is that we are powerful in every essence of it and every part of our journey not in separate stages love that I know, fuck, I'm a genius. You actually are. Like, it's all about women's stories, mm-hmm. the awesome things that they go through. Yeah. Um, celebrating that, but then also, like, really hearing, like, the experiences that people have had, the trauma, like, yeah. you know, really hearing women's voices. What do these communities need? Yep. And centering that. This should be something that we centre, like, every single day when we look at mm-hmm. trying to tackle so many of these social issues. But, um, yeah, centering that even just in the... In the stories and stuff that we tell as well. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. What about you? What does IWD stand for? International well, Women's Day. I know. <laughs> I know that's what it stands for, but what does it mean for you? Uh, so I think I think for me it means there's definitely a big like thing behind celebration. Mm. Um, and I think it's takes I think I've been pretty passionate about and have been for like quite a long time probably longer than I realized about like women's rights but Mm -hmm. it's kind of almost taking that and going further with it to just be like oh let's just stop and appreciate Mm -hmm. and see what the because sometimes I think when you're if you're an activist or if you're involved in social movements like it's quite you're fighting the system all the time Mm -hmm. and you don't always realize actually how far you've come you don't always stop to see kind of what's going on around you and what huge progress that you've made I think that's what International Women's Day for me, it's all about, it's like that day where we're just like, oh, fuck, this is awesome. Yeah. And be together in a space and, like, share that. Well, and you know, not together, not even necessarily, like, physically together, because yeah. obviously that's hard during these times, but just w- feeling that um, that connection with other women and anyone who identifies as a woman, like, around the world yeah. to just be like, look what we've fucking done, look where we've come, look mm-hmm. and look at what is exciting for us in yeah. the future as well. Yeah. And it's, like, almost like a space to notice yeah cool yeah because you've got to like when you think about it we don't notice women you know mm. women are always just there mm. and although working fucking hard in the yeah background. they're always fucking working hard yeah. and they're doing like a bazillion different mm. jobs but we don't ever just notice how far we've come how much change has happened how much we're shifting and how much more we need to do. We just yeah. have to continue to notice the amazingness that Waiheni are. Mm. And all the like real small things as well, yeah. which seem small that are actually like you were talking about the full journey of someone. The, um, yeah, all those little small things. Yeah. 
and how that all kind of fits into a much bigger picture. Got to. Love it. Well. Yeah, tell us, tell so, us, Ella. Yeah, so International Women's Day, it's, mm-hmm. it is actually like, it is obviously something that's celebrated around the world. It's not necess- it's not like run by a particular organisation or anything like mm. that, apart from the International Women's Day organisation, yeah. I guess. Um, but the first kind of official, they think that the first kind of day that it was really celebrated was like 1911 so i wasn't alive you weren't no i wasn't alive then i'm shocked that you weren't alive (laughs) over a hundred years ago i tried but um you would try (laughs) of all the people you would try yeah tried tried to do that but was not there for that sorry (laughs) Um, so yeah so that's kind of when it started and since then um it's been pretty much happening every year i think it was maybe a few years later that they finally settled on the day which is the 8th of march Mm um and it's kind of grown i think originally it started um first celebrated in a few european countries Mm -hmm. and then it's kind of grown and now it's celebrated all around the world there's also lots of other organizations that have kind of um joined in yeah joined in so like un mm-hmm. are quite a prominent one as well they often run their own campaigns united nations eh? united nations yeah um so it's but i think it's really probably over the past 20 years mm-hmm. that it's really kind of taken off again yeah. um there was a period of time i think um in general you think about feminism and like the feminist movement is almost going through waves mm-hmm. and there's been particular moments when large changes have happened and particularly the feminist movement has been particularly active um but kind of around the 2000s there wasn't so much that was going on and it's kind of been over the last like real 10 15 years or so that um international women's day in particular there's been more and more events there's been campaigns run off the back of it you know it's mm. something and it's just grown and now it's almost something like that a lot of people would be aware of or at least yeah. they would be aware of through their social medias they might see it pop up 100 percent. whereas the like, times yeah. i um saw people posting about like i mean yeah. we made an effort to post about some of it and um and on our personal pages we'd posted some stuff around international women's day but i was really surprised and um surpri- pleasantly surprised mm. in how many wahine that i follow were also celebrating it yeah and um but i guess also as like a nitpick um probably 99.9999999999% of the people who were sharing stuff about International Women's Day were Wahine. Yeah, and no, that's still, yeah. And that's a bit of a bummer. Like, you mm. know, you think about it and you go, um, moving forward, like, I totally get that that's not everyone's cup of tea, but if you are an ally and a mm. good ally for women and Wahine, yeah. you should be supporting this movement as well totally and um so for our very few male listeners um next year i'll be watching <laughs> you better be sharing something thanks team <laughs> no it's true though it's just like with um all of these all of these kind of movements actually mm-hmm. they need the support of the whole community yeah um and it shouldn't just fall on the hands or on the shoulders of the people that have experienced the oppression but it often does but actually like you said we need our allies to kind mm-hmm. of really support i was actually i had quite a cool day though on monday like yeah. i had um went and played netball nice. and um we were chatting about international women's day and oh. some of the men said happy international women's day i was like oh i don't think i've ever actually nice. had that before and i was like yeah you can definitely feel that there's like a shift and stuff but Good. it would be cooler if that was something that like was yeah that more and more people chatted about and we need to, and I guess I guess that links in really well with um, 
with some of the stuff we're going to talk about today because actually there are times that you have to make a, ch- a choice to stand up for things mm. and this is a really cool way like you know we get to choose um what we're going to talk about and how we're going to stand up for things and yeah. so something that we could choose to do is actually talk about international women's day what that means for us what it means in our community and have those conversations because like we've said at every kind of step of the way when we especially about this podcast is it's it's a ripple effect mm. and the more that you can listen to things and you can talk about things it gives you permission to start talking about that with more and more communities and your communities and then hopefully we're starting to talk about more and then we'll hopefully see a really good change and a shift next year yeah and you're like so smart because yeah the international women's day theme yes official theme for 2021 is called choose to challenge oh nice which is exactly that yeah let's it's about it. yeah it's about making that choice to stand up for something mm-hmm. to stand up for women and to challenge everything from your everyday life things that might mm-hmm. happen comments that are made all the way through to the patriarchal system. Fuck the patriarchy. Oh. And yeah, so it's about choosing to challenge. So I feel like that was beautifully put, Ellie. Oh, it's look. almost like you knew. <laughs> did I plan this or something? <laughs> no, I did not. Because let's be honest, team, we know that I don't do any of the planning, really. <laughs> off the fly. But I guess maybe that's something that we could talk about. Is about what have we chosen to challenge mm. either in the past or what are we choosing to challenge now? Hmm. So, oh, well, I think it's probably the first thing that comes up for me as something for us mm. in terms of our like everyday mahi mm-hmm. is pretty much challenging the systems that mm-hmm. exist around gender based violence. Yeah. Um, and by systems, I'm talking about like your police systems, the criminal justice system, mm-hmm. the family, family courts. courts. Yeah. Um, yeah, all of these kind of governmental mm-hmm. systems which are set up in such a way which ultimately have historically and continue to really, like, punish women yeah. and children and not actually effectively keep and then if you, safe. And then if you look at um, those huge systems, like mm. you said, like the, like the police and, like, the court systems and, like, um, you know, government organisations, and then you kind of narrow and funnel that down and you look at um, the people who are working within those systems mm. who are all little cogs to, cr- yeah. to make sure that that system continues to perpetuate violence towards women. And then you have to... Not only are we challenging every day on these huge systems, like going, like, fuck the patriarchy. It's a huge <laughs> system that we're trying to challenge. But we also then have to challenge all these cogs as well and we are constantly challenging whether it be a rogue lawyer that wants to say that all women are liars or whether it be um, someone who doesn't believe in the statement Mm. of what a woman has said or a cop or a cop you know know? we are constantly on different you know we're challenging the big system where we do things like writing letters to parliament mm. and we go for marches and protests and stuff but on and we're also challenging within that system oh, yeah. as many times as we can mm-hmm. constantly really mm-hmm. aren't we definitely and i think if people are like well how are these systems like not keeping people safe like why mm-hmm. are you challenging them and I think all we need to look at really is the, the statistics yeah. in Otoro, like around gender-based violence, um, domestic abuse, mm-hmm. sexual assault and rape. You know, mm-hmm. if we look at 
just what's happening in our communities and the damage that it's causing, then I think we can pretty much show that we're actually not doing a good enough job no. and um, the systems aren't actually properly helping or holding the right people accountable and really creating long-term change. And yeah. constantly, that's why We're, our mahi is so essential yeah. um, when it shouldn't be. And that's a, um, and you're right, that's a huge way yeah. of systematically choosing to challenge yeah definitely systems choosing to challenge systems woo yeah how about you Ellie are there any other ways that you think in your day to day that you choose to challenge it's one of those things I eh? like because a lot of the time when we think about challenge we're thinking about confrontation mm. and um, and I I do love a good challenge sometimes if I'm very passionate behind it, but I also know that sometimes it can be really scary to confront and to challenge things, especially if there are um, people who you're challenging or systems that you're challenging who are so set in their ways. Mm. Um, Confronting that and voicing something that's different can always be really scary. Yeah. Um, And so there are lots of different ways that you can choose to challenge that are not super confrontational mm-hmm. um, in ways that Ella and I would probably do things. like. But um, one way that I'm really fond of, and you can copyright it, it's fine, <laughs> um, is that I love to challenge with humour. Mm. So for me, I think um, with my personality, I'm able to bring a little bit of humour into it. So it kind of diffuses that... Um, heckles that people get when they're being challenged because when people are challenged they're and systems are challenged they're coming from a hurt place right yeah yeah, yeah. they have their own emotional response yeah. as well so they're like fuck you mm-hmm. you're this blah 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 and they go straight into that hurt place mm-hmm. and so when i want to challenge someone i often will try and make a joke or i'll do something on the sly or make something a little bit funny and mm-hmm. then be like naively asking going oh but do you think that maybe this would be a better way or don't you think that that's not cool and I mean I frequently do that in ways with um police I do yeah. it all the time with the police if any of the police are listening I totally don't do it <laughs> but damn they're gonna know shit, all your tactics all my tactics you're giving because, them away oh, shit none of the police will listen it's fine ah. um but that is definitely something I do with like um especially in scary situations where these where people think that they have power mm. um I've done it with a judge before mm. um because Go I was you. on crutches, so it was something I could make some humour with. Mm. Um, and so you can find really wa- ways that to challenge people and systems that work with who you are. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be someone and just be like, you are wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes it's about going, having some time and space and going, what is the best way to challenge the system? And you can quietly challenge things mm-hmm. as well. I think sometimes we imagine like activism mm-hmm. or to be like a really like public thing, which in many mm-hmm. ways it can be, but there's also so many people that are working hard that you probably don't even yep. know about or realise that are going yeah. about and maybe that's just living um, a particular way that isn't like, I don't know, like stereotypical for a woman or something yep. like that, or, you know, choosing to do something um, which puts themselves first yep. and, you know, like all, all yeah, boundaries. Makes, yeah. Boundaries is a really cool way of challenging the system. You mm. know, if you think about um, families that don't have any boundaries, mm. you putting in a boundary um, of that, you don't answer phone calls after eight or something mm. like that. That is a really 
um, clear way of challenging a system because previously you would let them do that. You'd let them breach your boundaries. Mm. And now you've gone, no, I'm not going to do it. And mm-hmm. so you've chosen to challenge in a way that works well for you yeah. rather than having to be like, right, I'm going to do this. I'm going to be in this big fight and I'm going to be like right against you and we're going to say it like this and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Because it doesn't work for everyone. Yeah. And it's scary to challenge sometimes. It's so confronting and it can yeah. be... You know, and I, I, I don't know, I speak for me, I don't know how you feel about it, Ella, but every time that I know that I am going into a situation where I have to confront something or I'm, I get so bloody nervous about it, mm. but I also know the importance that if I challenge this, there is a really big likelihood that I'm not the only person who's thought this way. Mm. And that's something that we need to remember is that actually often when we're challenging things we're not the only person that has seen something go wrong Mm, yeah totally there's other people that are probably thinking the same thing Mm -hmm. and that yeah that you standing up for that is it's it is a it's a super important so it is really important that we yeah i don't know i i I think it's one of those things i've probably believed in for quite a long time like if you see injustice happen or you know that um that it's yeah you kind of you can if you can find a way to speak out and you can do that in so many ways mm-hmm. as well um then yeah use your voice if you can and take yeah. that step and i think that's kind of almost what international women's day in this theme is about it's like take that choice mm-hmm. to participate or to lead or take part in or to show up or mm-hmm. and and it doesn't you don't need to be the forefront yeah yeah. But participating and being active and listening and giving mm-hmm. space to women is always that you're challenging. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't need to, you know, it doesn't yeah. need... I, th- I, think, I think that's the thing. It's like understanding that actually, yeah, everyone everyone can have quite a big role. But, yeah. we, but, we, but we need everyone and we need people to do different roles yeah, too. We're, we're collectors, right? Like yeah. I, think, I think when we think of challenging, we always think of like the person at the front who is doing that war cry. Yeah. And that's not everybody's jam. You know, not everyone wants to, like, we... And you couldn't have everyone doing that. No, because they'd be very (laughs) noisy. And no one would... There would be no clear understanding of what we're doing. Yeah. But I think it is so important to find a way that you're comfortable in to challenge the system. Mm. Um, I think, like, something, someone and a movement which has just really stood out for me Mm. as you kind of, as we were talking about this, I think I've... I've definitely spoken to you about her before, but mm. like Greta um, Thunberg. Yes, yes, yes. So yes. lots of people will know will know Greta. Um, she has started the. She's a big climate change mm-hmm. um, activist, yeah. and um, she started the strikes, the school strikes for climate. Mm-hmm. Um, and she so she's from Sweden, and she um, Greta initially just by herself started protesting because she really really could see the damage that global warming and climate change was having on our planet and she really believed in it so she started missing school and going and protesting Mm. outside um government buildings in sweden and since then it's pretty much um, at first she wasn't paid any attention to she's Mm -hmm. dismissed as just being a young a young girl and then Mm -hmm. now you've got these climate strikes school Mm -hmm. strikes for young people that have happened all around the world in so many different countries from like you know south america to europe to new zealand to america to asia like all all around the world you'd have these schools you've had these school strikes now absolutely greta is such a forefront of that Mm -hmm. and she you know but but even she talks about how this wouldn't be possible and the movement wouldn't have got to where she and she wouldn't be where she is Mm -hmm. without the millions of young people yeah. which have showed out collectively at different times and taken on their own roles in their own community and made 
the, the things that she was talking about and Greta was talking about, but actually um, talked about it from their own community perspectives. Yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of recognizing that. And that even though sometimes I think as humans, we can feel overwhelmed because these things feel so huge. Mm-hmm. But remember that if you play your part yeah. and alongside, and if everyone does that alongside of you, then actually we can do really fucking cool, awesome, massive changes. So yeah. you, like you said, you don't need to be no. the Greta. You can be... Yeah, the, the Peter. Per- but that's still, yeah. You painted the signs at the back. Yes. Good work, Peter. No one would have seen those signs if you didn't paint them. So you yeah. did a great job standing up. That's <laughs> exactly. what you should do. Exactly. When we talk about activism, people are really scared about it because people think it looks bad. Um, or it can be, you can be perceived as bad or someone who's always making a big mm. fuss. But no movement ever started without someone making a fuss no change has happened without that like everything that we've got now Mm -hmm. particularly when we think about women's rights Mm -hmm. and other you know other rights for other community groups as well like that's all come off the hard work of people before us and we owe them to continue and to and to continue fighting fight forward yeah and yeah that's totally what international women's day i think is about there was another theme hey there was like another theme that we found yeah on the un yeah so the united nations yeah so they did um the un had like another kind of theme that they were focusing on over um this international women's day in 2021 Mm -hmm. which is all about um women in leadership yeah and we ended up having quite a cool conversation about this because I think both of us can get a bit, got a bit like, ugh, about the word leadership, didn't yeah. we? Like, at yeah. first. Yeah. Leadership is a funny word. It's a very masculine word when you think about it. Well, I think it, well, I think because leader can be associated, but it shouldn't be masculine, but mm-hmm. I think leader can be associated with it. But it's because I think I've seen so many women in, like, leadership events and, like, they sometimes make me a bit cringe because yeah. I'm like, oh, is this just that real, like, face? Like, not really... The essence of it. Yeah, Yeah. in that actually leadership can be thought of... I don't know, like, I think we've got a very male idea, like, male quality idea. Well, leadership leadership. is, like... So, like, the roles that I've been in leadership have been, like, captain of netball teams, captain Mm. of basketball teams. Um, And my idea of leadership is very much you lead from within in your mm. community like but I've always been told that that's wrong like you've got to be at the front and you've got to be doing this and that's how you meant to have do control it. yeah which is very patriarchal yeah right? whereas uh leading from within um in a in a community kind of sense of way is very wahine based yeah like and, listening to the people mm-hmm. that you're representing yeah. taking their views into account yeah not being this like strong arming people mm-hmm. into things like which is kind of how you've also lead led in yeah i like because i can't i think the main leadership things i've probably been involved in is like through university and being mm-hmm. involved in like our women's network and various different things and kind of taking on leadership roles there um but i definitely do have like a discomfort with that kind of like mm. Yeah, like I've just because no one has got all all of the ideas or all mm-hmm. of the you know, and actually, the best kind of like the most that like the most effective in terms of like coming up with and like meeting the needs of your community or whatever work you're doing is when you've got like people from lots of different backgrounds mm-hmm. and like they've got different ideas and they can bring yeah. different strengths and it's understanding yeah. that and it's understanding like I mean I think that when we look at leadership we yeah the leader the way that we. I'm meant to be looking at it is that the leader does everything as in, in front and is doing mm. all that but it's like you said that it's about collaborating and collecting 
all of this amazing mahi that was being contributed by everyone who is in this group and making sure that people who have skills are using their strengths in their different ways and it's mitigating all of that kind of work. That's kind of where, you know, making sure that um, those who are really good at uh, research are doing research or those who are really good at writing are doing writing and making sure that Mm. things that are on their plate that isn't like a strength to theirs that you can move that to someone who has a strength. It's like being really strength-based kind of thing in the leadership role. Definitely. Having different kinds of women leaders as well. Mm -hmm. Like I think it has been a conversation that's been going on for a wee while and like, you know, there are, you do see more and more women, but we want to see more and more women from a diverse range of backgrounds yeah. and, you know, and diverse experiences and not just more white women. <laughs> yeah, that would, that'd be helpful, yeah. you know? And it's then going, because the thing is in like so many different cultures and different communities, there are such amazing leaders mm. um, and wahine leaders who, oh, totally. who are the experts in that room. We mentioned them last week yes. in our podcast, there's a few incredible. of them. But yeah, there's so many women like that, right? And so it's a disservice when we don't acknowledge those women. And so you look at, there are heaps of uh, wahine that we see at the moment, whether it be on Instagram or Facebook or in your own communities, because that are huge leaders in mm. change for not only these big systematic changes, but also in your own personal changes. Like if we hadn't been challenged and around certain things, Mm -hmm. then we wouldn't be sitting here today being able to speak about these things. Mm -hmm. And so there are so many women who have supported and have given leadership and been the experts to teach us things that they've given us the privilege to be able to be here and talk. Yeah. And then kind of looking forward, I think, um, as part of, I think part of the idea of women, in leadership as a theme and then also again really flowing back into international women's day but there's a recognition yeah there's like a recognition that we're actually yeah we've come a huge huge way there's been some awesome wahine like that have inspired us and continue to do that um but actually if we look at where we are in in terms of like gender equality mm-hmm. we're still they reckon about like just in this is just in terms of like heads of government as well yeah so typical leadership positions that we imagine, you know, um, we're still like 130 years off reaching gender equality. 130 years. That's a really fucking long time to wait. And that's just I heads of government. Around. You know, yeah. I will not be around for that. I know, that right? That is not good enough. I want to be here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and, and that's just that's just heads of government. That's not thinking about how long it will therefore be for other women in our communities to have proper access to mm-hmm you know, education, healthcare, yeah. all of these different things. Um, so, yes, I think International Women's Day is like, we need to speed this the fuck up and we yes. need more. Speed this the fuck up. <laughs> Let's make that the title. Yeah, I love it. But, yeah, like, we do. We, do. we need more We need more action now and in the future, like, night, mm-hmm. as in tomorrow. Um, but yeah. to, really, to really kind of move that forward. I think that's kind of where this, the woman in leadership, leadership focus has uh, been as well. Yeah, I like that. I just thought it was focused on like amazing women who are leaders. That right too, now. though, I think it's like encompasses we everything. We need to. We need to, and we Past, need to. Past, present, future. We need to encourage 
our young wahine coming up that they are allowed to speak up. They are yes. allowed to challenge. They are allowed to be stroppy young women. Mm-hmm. Um, they're allowed to be a fucking nightmare. Mm-hmm. And that is so important because those are our future feminists. Mm-hmm. And they're the ones who are, who are going to propel us in the future. Welcome back to our amazing podcast and we are doing um, our favourite part which is our See You Next Thursday. It is a rant or a rave about something that has been happening and Ella, tell me. Oh, so this one I'm super excited about and it's actually been in my head for like over a week which I know that makes a change because often, you know, it's like... The day of trying to find something, something scrambling. Totally. Um, but we have been sharing, we often spend a lot of time sending each other memes or social media, like, love it. political posts or like mainly political feminist memes, which are quite funny now on let's Instagram. Be, now let's just be honest here. You send me the political <laughs> feminist memes and I send you things about puppies. Yeah, fair. Or, or my candles. So, like, there's a, there's a difference. But I, know, I love it so I, much. I know. I'm sometimes like, am I sending too much? No, After, like, it. the sixth one in a row. No, but I'm like, it. fuck it. I'm just going to keep doing Please it. Please do. I love it. But um, this week we have been sending each other some poetry. Um, so, Rupi Kur, who I... Th- who is a Indian-born Canadian poet. Yeah, I've been following her for ages on Instagram. You said you've got so, one of her books. Yeah, I do. Mm. It's the sunflower. No, it's not flowers. There's a flower one. Yeah, there's like a milk and sun, honey. That's the one. And then there's sun and her flowers, I think. Um, but you've got one of her books anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and I think she sold like, she sold millions of copies. Yeah, um, she's incredible. Yeah, she's so cool. And her work is all about... Like love, trauma, healing, feminism, women, yeah. beauty, migration. Just, it's amazing it's stuff. It's so cool. So, this one particular poem. Yes, read which it. Which literally, it stood out for me. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'm going to read it first. Yeah, read it first. And then I'll read you know, it. It's go fine into all after. Of that. Read first. So, um, here we go. Oh, but the pussy is brave, lest we forget how much pain the pussy can take, how much pleasure it delivers unto itself and others. Remember how it spit you out without a flinch. Now here you are using the word pussy like an insult when you're not even strong enough to be one. Yeah. It's so beautiful. I love it. Mm -hmm. I think the reason why is because like, you know how there's these big debates that happen around like reclaiming words and pussy is one of them. Yeah. Um, And I'm very much like, feel like, yeah, we should be able to... Mm-hmm. you know to re- to reclaim these words and like but it's sometimes hard to like express why mm-hmm. and then i read this poem and i was like this is it like yes. if anyone ever challenges me again about why we should like be using the word pussy or like some man tries to tell me that we shouldn't use it which is fuck you i'm just gonna read them this yeah and then just like literally mic drop and walk away or you hear um people using pussy as like a negative connotation mm-hmm. like they're like oh you're being such a pussy rah 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 and it's like that, that last sentence about when you don't even have the, what's it? You don't even have the courage or you don't even have 
When you're not even strong enough to be one. Oh, yeah, when you're not even strong enough to be one. Because it goes through so much fucking pain. It does so yeah. much. It's literally the creator of life. Yeah. It bleeds all the time. Yeah. You know, like, it's like, it's it also pain. can give you fucking the most intense pleasure and yeah. orgasms. You know, mm-hmm. like, it has, and you have the nerve to try and steal this word and be a fuck, like, nah. and And say that it's less than. Mm-hmm. And I think that, I think that's a As conversation. a put down. Yeah. The, that's the thing that, like, blows my mind and we're going into a complete different story right now but about how um language has is so derogative towards women mm-hmm. and that you have um language such as um you know you'll call someone a motherfucker so you're saying that being someone who yeah. has sex with a mother is a is a bad thing mm-hmm. calling someone a bastard so a child born out of wedlock which is putting the blame back on the woman mm-hmm. um calling someone a son of a bitch you're a son of a woman mm-hmm. like there are all these negative connotations with mm-hmm. words and pussy has become one of them as well and and for that poem that Rupi has created mm-hmm. and shared has has um, that that beginnings of reclaiming, and I think it's just a beautiful way of doing it. So cool! It's like take you're using this word, trying to make out like it's a weakness because it's associated to women, and it fucking isn't. Yeah, and women are strong ass, and it's International Women's Day, so yeah, yes. love it all around. I think that's amazing. Mm-hmm. So like, I was also gonna do a rave. But then I just did a rant within our cool rave. So <laughs> I think that we're pretty much done. A rant and a rave. Woo! All Woo. in one. Wrapped up in a nice little bow for yes. International Women's Woo. Day. Enjoy the rest of the week. Yeah. Keep on celebrating International Women's Day because it deserves it. Yeah. Like, share, subscribe. Um, send it to your whanau and friends team. If things have triggered you today, or you're worried about something you, a friend, or a whānau member is experiencing, please reach out to Women's Refuge on 0800 733 843 and follow the instructions to find your local refuge. You can also call Lifeline on 0800 543 354 or you can text 1737 to access free counselling here in New Zealand. For our friends and whānau outside of New Zealand, let us know where you are so we can support you in accessing the right services for you. We would love it if you can rate, review and subscribe on whichever platform you use. This really helps our wee podcast grow. And just remember to fuck the patriarchy. And see you next Thursday.